the important thing that you realize is that mindset work is going to be ongoing work. It's like working out. So you are always going to be hitting new levels and always hitting new challenges, but your muscles are going to get stronger. Your mindset muscles are going to get stronger. So it's not that you're not going to have these thoughts that come up. It's not that you're not going to have these things that occur to you. Oh, what if I can't do this? Or what if I make all this money and then I have to pay more taxes? Or what if I make all this money and then my family is going to be jealous or whatever it is? It's not whether or not you have the thoughts. It's how fast you're able to reframe the thought, deal with the thought, and not let it impact you. Welcome to the Raising Your Business Podcast. I'm your host, Yael Bendahan, founder of CEO Mom Academy, Mama 5, and lifelong reading addict. This podcast is here to empower moms to run their businesses and lives like the powerhouse CEO they are. I want you to believe that you can have the business success you desire and be present with your family and to give you my best tips and strategies for how to make that happen. I'll be sharing the honest reality of balancing motherhood and business, business models that work for you, marketing of simplicity, and the mindset of CEO mom. Now, let's dive in. 2021 was the first year that I truly believed all the stories about working less and making more, that I really believed that it was something that was possible for me as a mom of a baby and of a whole bunch of other kids. And I'm so excited to share how that happened with you in this episode. So welcome back, my friend, to the podcast. This is going to be a juicy, juicy episode. And my goal for you is to walk away with a bunch of strategies that you can take and apply to your business today, tomorrow, right now, this year, that can enable you to actually work less and make more. And that sounds so cliche. And that sounds so like impossible sometimes. You're like, how can that possibly be? But the truth is, I saw it, it worked, and I'm going to be sharing with you exactly how I made almost 200K in one year working literally two to four hours a day, about four days a week. This was a cap of maybe 16 hours a week at most with a baby who was at home with me full time. She only started going out to daycare towards the end of the year. This was basically me at home with a baby working on building my business as a coach, whereas before I'd mostly done services, right? Up until then, I'd mostly done services. And I'm just really excited to share this because this was the year that I finally started believing all those stories, started believing that that very well-known, work less, make more, make money while you sleep, blah, blah, blah. It just felt so far away from me until then, and then it felt real. So I want this for you, and I want you to know how to do this for yourself. So Without further ado, let's get started. So how did I work two to four hours a day and make almost $200,000 in a year that I was so busy and I had so much going on? And when I look back at that year, I really was able to see like the things that I did that really took my business from a little more inconsistent. And yes, I did make $110,000 the year before that. So it was not like I've been making peanuts, but I wanted more consistency. And this was what brought me not only more consistency, but more actual cash in my pocket. And so I'm really excited to share it with you. So the first thing I did in 2021, the first thing I did that year, I was working two to four hours a day. And I'm not going to say I do this now. The reason why I'm not going to say I do this now is because I do work more than two to four hours a day because I can. My daughter's in school but I'm going to be having a baby in a few months. and I'll be back to working minimal hours because you. I really believe that you work with the time that you have. And because I have more hours to work, I will more work more hours than I would have during that year because I just have, I have the luxury of having that space. But 
I work in a different way than I did before I had her. I work in a different way than I did before I got pregnant with her because I now know my energetic capacities and I also know I know how I work best, right? After years of trial and error and seeing how, what kind of schedules worked for me and what kind of way of work, way of doing things, batching things, things like that. I will just say also, little caveat, I'm not taking my ADHD medication now that I'm pregnant and it does make a difference for me. When I say it does make a difference, it is much harder for me to focus. It is much harder for me to focus down and get my stuff done when I'm not on them. And it is what it is. I was just discussing this with another pregnant friend of mine the other day, and I realized this might be something that you might want to know. I really do believe that if you do have some sort of neurodivergence or some sort of challenge, and you can address it in whatever way you choose to. Some people don't want to medicate, which is totally okay, but there's nothing wrong with that. And I really do find that I am more productive when I am on some level of ADHD medication. So I just want to put that out there as a caveat because right now I'm not at my most, most productive because my brain is literally working against me. And I've had to learn to like all these like shortcuts around it and everything, but it is not easy. So just wanted to put that out there first. So what did I do that year working two to four hours a day making 200K? The first thing is, and the first thing that you want to do is have a couple of signature offers to fall back on. All right, if you're a coach, you would have VIP days and maybe one-to-one coaching and one group coaching program. If you're a service provider, you might have a productized service and you might have a front-end mini service to move people from there into your productized service. So choose your signature offers and have those to focus on in general. So when I found out I was pregnant in November 2019, I felt sick physically and mentally because I knew my business was not sustainable to, to be able to have a baby knowing that I, knowing what I'm like when I'm pregnant, knowing what my first trimester normally looks like. And I was right. Because by the time I came to end my first trimester, this was in January, 2020. I think January, 2020 was a $2,000 month. I had not had a month that low in months and months. I don't remember the last time. I, I think it was like in 2018. So I, in February, 2020, I reemerged. I reemerged from my little cocoon of nausea and exhaustion. And I simplified my offers to VIP days for marketing and funnel strategy and deliver a delivery. Like my, my, my primary service was launch copy. So I would do marketing strategy or launch strategy or funnel strategy in my VIP days, in my intensives. My deliverable was launch copy. So I do a launch intensive, which would then lead into launch copy. Between those two, it could be between $7,500 to $10,000 for a full package. And then I launched a group program in March, 2020, that I later changed to the accelerator. So at, at, at the beginning, it was the VIP cash accelerator, and then it became the baby proof business accelerator, then it became the six figure mom accelerator. And then this, all this, the curriculum I created for that offer coalesced into what is today's CEO Mom Academy. So the reason why I wanted to do specifically VIP days, launch copy, and this group program was because all these things enabled me to do things on my own schedule. So Things like funnel builds didn't or launch management were not on my own schedule. They were on the schedule of the clients, basically. Because I also, in order to build full funnels, I needed to bring in designers. I had really bad experiences bringing on designers for things. I ended up having to hire friends who were, who were crazy expensive, like last minute, because my designer like fell through and just ghosted me and never finished the jobs. It was really hard. So the reason why I was able to do this is because VIP days on my own schedule. Launch copy, I could write it on my own schedule. My group program, I decided when the calls were, I decided when I spent time creating curriculum. That was on my own schedule. And so, and after my daughter arrived, I mentioned this in, in last week's episode, I 
actually started breaking them down into two kind of two halves. So I did like these copy, uh, not these copy, these content strategy VIP days. But it was a an evening call, like ninety minute evening call. Then I would work the whole next day on their content strategy, and then it would be a one hour wrap up call the next evening. It was not a full day, and it fit into my life much better. And so I was able to because I was able to break it down. I was able to really, I was able to really continue to deliver it in a way that felt very aligned to my schedule. But the truth is, during 2021, the main offer that I sold that entire year was my accelerator. So I think it was the Baby Proof Business Accelerator for the majority of 2021. And then I switched it to the Six Figure Mom Accelerator because I realized that using the word baby was eliminating a lot of people who were moms, maybe didn't have babies or didn't want any more babies. And the idea was building a baby-proof business, which I, which I still speak about. But but I decided to just change, switch that up. So if you joined any or you heard of my accelerator program, this was what I primarily sold in 2021. This was, this was my main offer. And I got to, a, I had a whole bunch of, I don't even remember how many clients I had at any given time. But, but it was a really fantastic group of women. And what the accelerator ended up splitting. So I pulled out the curriculum. The curriculum is now CEO Mom Academy. And my CEO Mom Mastermind is, that curriculum, but it's with the mastermind experience and also all my other curriculums that I've created since then and everything else. So I basically ended up taking the accelerator and breaking it in two. And now it's basically two different offers, essentially. But the thing about the accelerator, right? The the thing that I did was I really simplified my offers down. And that's the number one thing you want to do is simplify your offers. So number one, having a couple of signature offers to fall back on. And the reason why this made it so easy for me to, to run my business was because Everything I sold, like all roads led to the accelerator. So I, I did this a couple of times. I did a mini workshop called High Ticket Low Hassle. And it was $47. And it, it was a three-hour workshop, I think. It was long. My, it was, I did it in the evening, so my husband babysat. So that's why I was able to do it with my baby home with me. But I used that workshop to then sell people into, into my accelerator. And I think I made like over $15,000, no more. I think more. I think 20. I think three people bought or four people bought. I can't remember exactly. But I think I made between around $20,000 to $25,000 off of the back of that one day, that one day workshop, that one day event. And I also did my six figure mom retreat at the end of 2021 that did the same thing. I had a, I, I, I forgot exactly again. I forgot exactly how much I made. I really should be looking back at my numbers, but whatever it is. I made multiple, it was not quite a six-figure launch, but it was not far away from it. And I locked in very nice, almost six-figure revenue for 2022. And so it was just a really incredible experience. And it was also made things simpler for me because everything I sold, I was like, okay, so what am I, what can I sell? If I want to create something, how can this make sense to be a first step in moving towards my next stage, which is the accelerator? So that made, that really simplified things for me in my marketing and my my smaller offers are created and in general, just in my content as a whole. So this is if you're a coach. So if you are a coach, I strongly suggest having a couple of signature things that you're always pushing people back towards. That could be your one-to-one and your course or your one-to-one and a mastermind and a course. But just knowing where you want people to go, where's the ideal place you want people to go, right? So if you haven't filled out your one-to-one, you want to push them to your one-to-one. If your one-to-one is booked out, you push them towards your mastermind or group program. If you're, if you want to maybe do a downsell, maybe people want to join your group program and they're not ready to do that yet, you can downsell them into your course. Having those simplified offers and that simplified offers suite 
really makes you much more able to market more effectively. It makes all of your marketing much more evergreen because you'll be essentially like creating the same type of content, the same themes of content on an ongoing basis. And that those themes can lead people towards literally anything, any of your three, one to three signature offers. And even again, like I said, I had one primary offer. It was literally one offer and that one offer made the most money that whole year. So even having one offer is very possible for you. And it, I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, I have only one offer. I'm going to get bored. I was able to coach in so many different ways inside that one offer that I did not get bored. I did not get bored of selling it. And when I did get bored of selling it, I was able to just sell lower ticket offers or smaller offers. There were like little things that I pulled out of my bigger offer that were able to lead back into my bigger offer, which was the accelerator. So that's if you're a coach. If you are a service provider, you want to productize your services so you can simplify everything. So when you have a productized service, your marketing, your sales, your delivery, your systems, they're all going to become easier when your service is productized. And what do I mean by productized? And I've spoken about this before. The idea being that you basically turn your service into a product that has it is a specific deliverable, right? You get a sales page copy with five launch emails, right? You get a website design up to five pages, home, about, podcast, blog, work with me, whatever. I don't know. So for example, you want to make your services as streamlined as possible so that you can offer them repeatedly. You can increase your rates because you're getting better and better at what you do because you're doing it over and over again. You can outsource more easily because you have those processes nailed down and you can give them those SOPs and you can help them literally just show them how to do things exactly the way you do and you become the quality control, but they can get it started for you at least and do a lot of the heavy work. And again, this will enable you again to, to prioritize an offer that fits your life and your personality. As an example, instead of doing just like all kinds of copy, let's say a copywriter, like I do all the copy, I do ads, I do funnels, I do sales pages, I do emails, I do whatever. You can have specific packages like a sales page package or a launch copy package versus a one-off project here or there, right? Oh, can you write an ad here? Can you write an ad there? If you're a social media manager offering a monthly copy retainer that is done in literally one day a month, where literally one day a month, you sit down, you create the copy, or let's say two or three days a month per client. So one day you map out the content, the next day you write out all the posts, and then, the, and then you send them off to designer, they design the posts for them, and then you have them uploaded by day four, and that's it. You're done with that client for the month. That is a productized service because you will have the same process every month with each client. So you can have four or five clients or at a time, if not more, because your, your process is so nailed down. So I knew that I had, to do, I had to switch away from doing anything that required hard deadlines from other people or managing t big teams. I could not manage teams. I did not want to have to hire tons of people to do all kinds of services for me that I could deliver to my clients. And I had to switch from doing deadline stuff because I just, I had a deadline and her name was Eliana and she was very small, but she was a little bit of a tyrant. And so I just did not have the luxury of allowing my life to be based on other people's timelines. Of another example are my clients, Kylie and Sammy, that they were the funnel flippers and they were doing all, they, they did all these launches. They were doing like launch funnels and launch copy and all this kind of stuff. And it was, they, they were great at what they did and they were making five figure months, but they were completely burnt out because they were always felt like they were running behind. They were always, scope creep was huge. They were always doing like last minute deliverables for their clients that, you know, they, they would be working late into the night for their clients. The client would be like, oh, I forgot. I also wanted this. And can you also include that? And it was just a complete mess. And when they were able to really hone in on exactly what they do, 
right, what their productized service is, which was flipping evergreen funnels, sorry, flipping live um, launch funnels into evergreen funnels and creating customer onboarding or client onboarding funnels and experiences. They have their productized services now. They know exactly how long each one takes. They know exactly how many clients they can take on at one time. And they have their processes down. So if you are a service provider, this is what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to prioritize your service so you can take on more clients. You can probably charge more. You can potentially outsource to save you time. And you can met, you can build your offers around what makes sense for your life and for your personality and for your schedule. That is the first thing. So the first thing is simplifying your offers. The second thing is mastering your mindset. I cannot even begin to tell you, I ignored mindset work for such a long time, thinking that it wasn't needed. I didn't need it. That was just the woo stuff. It was not important, but I kept hitting income plateaus and I did not know why. And eventually I realized that I had these underlying money stories about not deserving to make more money, not being capable of making more money, not knowing what to do with the money when I had it. And it's still an ongoing, it's still ongoing work. It is still ongoing mindset work now. And through the mindset work, I was able to rewrite my money stories. I was able to create empowering affirmations for myself, custom affirmations for myself. And I was able to address those negative thoughts when they popped up very quickly instead of just wallowing in them. So addressing those thoughts and stories, really digging into those thoughts and stories about what makes you worthy or not worthy, those things that are limiting you from achieving what you could achieve, using tools like journaling or affirmations or meditating. The important thing that you realize is that mindset work is going to be ongoing work. It's like working out. So you are always going to be hitting new levels and always hitting new challenges. But your muscles are going to get stronger. Your mindset muscles are going to get stronger. So it's not that you're not going to have these thoughts that come up. It's not that you're not going to have these things that occur to you. Oh, what if I can't do this? Or what if I make all this money and then I have to pay more taxes? Or what if I make all this money and then my family is going to be jealous? Or whatever it is. It's not whether or not you have the thoughts. It's how fast you're able to reframe the thought, deal with the thought, and not let it impact you. All right? And that is where the muscle is worked. And that's how you become better and better at it. One client, one of my clients said that, she not only 3X her income, but she 10X her mindset. And to her, that was even more valuable than the income because that was something that was going to last forever and that she could, could, she could keep doing it and she could keep going and she could always continue to grow in her mindset. So I really do encourage you to take on some sort of mindset practice, whether that's journaling in the morning. I love doing journaling. I like, I like doing breath work to really regulate myself in the mornings and the evenings. Whatever you choose to do, and if you have any questions, you want to talk about mindset, then please feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram. We could talk about your mindset work and any ideas for you. But I highly recommend having a mindset practice because that changed the game for me 100%. And when I stopped doing it, when I was like, oh, I don't really need this anymore, things started going not so great for me. And I was like, ooh, I really, I haven't really been diving into my stuff. I haven't really been keeping up with my workouts. And it is an ongoing work. It is, it is mindset work. It's ongoing. It's not going to be a one and done thing. Oh, I journaled one day and now I should be fine. No, it's something you need to keep doing. That is the second thing, is mastering your mindset. The third thing I want you to do is own your excellence and raise your rates accordingly, all right? And the first thing I want you to think about is the lifetime value that you create for your clients, not just the immediate deliverables. And one example is one of my clients who's a copywriter. She wrote a sales page for $1,000, I think. And that sales page that she wrote ended up generating over a million dollars in revenue for her client. One client that I wrote a sales page for <laughs> made 50K in their first launch for my 2K sales page. At the time, I was charging $2,000, which felt like a lot for me. 
And then they earned over 100K on their next launch as their audience grew. And over time, that page, again, generated millions in revenue for them. So in order to really own your excellence and really be able to raise your rates, you need to consider the lifetime value of what you're teaching. When you are teaching curriculum, when you are coaching, it's not the coaching is not just valuable when you're doing it. It is the ongoing impact of that coaching on your client as, they, as their life goes on. I want you to not just to consider that lifetime value, but also believe that you do deserve the higher rates that align with the transformation that you can facilitate, whether you're a service provider and you provide deliverable or whether you're a coach and you provide the ongoing support. Another story, I had a client who she was charging 5K for her primate, for her signature offer. And this offer added between a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars in revenue for her clients within a one-year period. And I was like, if this will add a hundred, let's say let's go to the lower end. If this adds a hundred thousand dollars in revenue for this client, do you not think five thousand dollars is a little bit misaligned as an offer? Right. As your offer, it doesn't make any, the pricing does not make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And so we actually rebuilt her offer to be 25K instead of 5K because it was so worth it. It was probably worth more than that. She could probably charge 50K for it. It would be worth it. So she was able to increase her rates and which would enable her to make more money while working less, taking on less clients at a time because she 5X her rates, not just because I said raise your rates arbitrarily, but because that was the value was there. And honestly, I think that sometimes people don't won't take you seriously if your rates are not high enough. It's a thing. It's true. Okay. You need to, depending on who you're speaking to and the people who you're trying to, the people who you're trying to to sell to, if they are advanced enough or they are like higher up high level enough, they will actually not take you seriously if you don't, if you don't have rates that make sense to them to the value that you're promising for them. If you're saying, I can help you make a million dollars and I'm only charging you $1,000, it doesn't align. It does not make sense. So you have to also think about like, how does that sound to other people and does it align for them mentally and will it align for you? Another way to really own your excellence and tune into your expertise is building your signature framework because number one, what it does is it really helps you see the consistencies between clients. You can really see like the things that you do over and over again and, and really nail down your process like we discussed earlier with the productizing your services. Number two, it really makes your messaging clearer. It will make your messaging so much easily, so much easier because you know exactly the steps your client has to go through and why. And that is the work we're going to do, by the way, in the standout and sell challenge. We're going to not just be like creating a signature framework, just an arbitrary framework, but also knowing exactly why we're creating it that way, why those pieces are so important, why you're owning and why you're including each and every piece in your framework to make sure that it is 100% necessary for your client to achieve that result. Another reason why I really love signature frameworks because it really simplifies your marketing and sales because you can tie so many things back to your framework and you can use them as content pillars. You can use them to sell your offers. You can use them to create a video sales letter or a webinar. Having a signature framework really just simplifies everything. And that is what I actually did in 2021. I had my CEO mom's method and that was what I relied back on. And the last reason I love having a signature framework is that you will sound more authoritative. When you have a signature framework and you can speak clearly to that, you will sound more authoritative which will make you feel more authoritative. And the more you feel like an actual authority in your space, the the more people are going to trust you, right? The more you're going to sound like the person that they should be investing in, whether that is in a service or whether that is in coaching or consulting or whatever it is that you sell. Hello, my friend. If you've been wondering how you can stand out in a sea of sameness, AI, and templates, 
actually sell out your services without burning yourself out and spend more time with your family while hitting your income goals, don't forget to sign up for my Stand Out and Sell Challenge coming up from March 4th to 7th. It's for moms, service pros, coaches, and consultants who want to build their unique signature framework to stand out in their industry, attract their dream clients, and make their marketing simpler and more effective than ever. We are going to be diving deep into things like intimately getting to know your client like never before, so you have your dream clients DMing you things like, OMG, are you in my head right now? Creating a captivating name and visual for your framework, transforming your framework into content pillars that sell, and leveraging your framework to create your signature premium offer, expand your offer suite, and raise your rates. I'll even be sharing my exact script for transitioning to a pitch on a sales caller after a live training using your framework. There is going to be so much goodness inside. So join us in the challenge today. You can find the link below or head to yaelbendahan.com slash standout. Okay, now back to the show. So the next thing you want to do to really bring in more money in less time is shift your content. And what do I mean by that? This is something I really started leaning into in 2021 and onwards, and it really made a huge difference. And it wasn't just educational content, and it wasn't just it wasn't just things like, I don't know, like how to do this and how to do that, and here's why this. I focus on shifting beliefs. What you want to do is challenge the beliefs that are stopping your audience, stopping your people from investing. Here's an example of a belief, right? So I believed when I got pregnant with my daughter, I believed that having a new baby would ruin my business. But what it actually forced me to do was trim the fat and narrow my offers to my best work that I could leverage, which ended up becoming my best year yet. Ended up having my best year ever business-wise with the baby at home. And I now challenge the belief that babies destroy businesses. And I actually share how it, mine helped my business thrive. So I want you to brainstorm out all the beliefs that might be stopping your people from investing. And I want you to challenge those beliefs and help them see why they may not necessarily be accurate. So I want you to weave that belief shifting into your posts, into your stories, into your emails, into your sales copy. Make people reconsider what they believe is actually possible for them. And that is a huge thing that I changed in my content and I really saw a difference in my sales. And the next thing I want you to do is show up consistently. This is the last thing that I'm going to talk about. And I think this is a really important thing point to make. Consistent does not mean constant. So yeah, I see people who are posting. I saw someone who would be posting like four to six times a day. And I'm like, I can't do that. I, I can't do four posts a day. But I would say, ideally, you want to start posting daily. But start where you can and build from there. What can you do? What can you actually do? Start with what you can do and build it up. All right. And I were talking to my to my friend about this, and she was like, you know, how many stories do you, you know, how many days a, day, a week do you think you can do stories? How many days, how many reels do you think you can do per week? How many emails can you write? Whatever that is. What do you think you can actually do? And we just nailed down about nailed that in. And and we were able to just make a plan based on okay, what, what can I currently do now? And maybe will I build on from it, for it later? Maybe I will, maybe I won't. But the cool thing about creating consistent content and creating content on a regular basis, and I did this in 2020 when I was pregnant during COVID, when I was coughing my brains out and I was still doing live videos. I don't know how people even listened to me then, but I was doing this in 2020 when I was pregnant. I was doing this in 2021 when I had a baby at home. It is possible for you to do this. Is posting consistently and put in getting in front of new people consistently. So the two things, the th two things, the three things, and I, I mentioned this in the previous episode, are grow, nurture, and sell, 
right? So how can you grow your audience? How can you nurture your audience? How can you sell to your audience on a regular basis? And you always have to be doing those three things. And it does not mean that you're going to be always doing a challenge. You're always going to be doing a growth event or whatever, but you might have, you know what, you might be participating in bundles or summits. You might have ads running, which will be growing your audience automatically. But deciding exactly where you're going to be showing up, how you're going to be showing up, and how many days a week you can manage to do that and sticking to that is the most important thing. Again, consistent does not mean constant. It does not mean you have to be doing things all the time. It means you just have to have a consistent schedule that people can count on. And when you are showing up on a regular basis, that's what gets you referrals. That's what gets you leads in your inbox. That's what gets you brand awareness. When I was pregnant with Eliana, again, I went completely, in my early pregnancy, I went completely silent on social media. I was so depressed. I was depressed and I was sick. I was just not feeling well and I was also mentally not well. And my income dropped to 2K that month. I mentioned that earlier. But when I resumed posting consistently in my niche and speaking to exactly what I was doing, talking about my launch copy packages, talking about my intensives, discussing selling my accelerator, I then had a 15K month the month after that and then a 20K cash month the month after that. I generated leads asking to work with me just by showing up daily and committing to showing up daily. It doesn't matter how you do that. If you sit down and write all of your posts at the beginning of the week, you sit down and write five posts in a Google Doc. And I teach my clients, I give my clients so many templates or or schedules they can use or or prompts they can use to create that content. I promise you it's doable. I promise you it's doable. I've done it. And I've done it with a lot of kids at home during COVID. I've done it with a baby at home, not during COVID, but with a baby at home who didn't nap very well. So it is definitely possible for you. So if you can show up consistently and you can make sure that you are constantly bringing new people into your world, you cannot help but win. You cannot help but make sales. I think that those are two important things as well. Showing up and creating content on your Facebook profile. If you have 50 Facebook friends and they are none of them are actually your target audience because they're all your friends and family and they're not actually people who would buy from you. That's not considered showing up consistently for your business. The most important thing you need to do is either have a way to grow your audience. So if you're showing up on your Facebook profile, constantly adding Facebook friends to your profile, constantly following new people and engaging other people's stuff that they follow you. If you are on Instagram, then the best growth tool is going to be ads or reels. Reels are the best organic way to get in front of new people. It's the way what's Instagram showing new people. And I would focus on that. And you don't, and there are so many ways to do the faceless reels and B-roll reels. You don't need to be always be doing face to cam, all these crazy trends. You don't need to be dancing. You don't need to be doing any of that stuff. You can do that and create both nurturing content that gives value and also content that attracts new people at the same time. So decide how you're going to be showing up. Map out your post at the beginning of the week right at the beginning of the week, or you could batch them out by month. It's totally up to you. It doesn't matter how you choose to do it, but figure out a way that works for you. Figure out a way that works for your personality and the way that you work and commit to it. All right. And that was what I did. That was what I did in 2021. All right. So I simplified my offers. I simplified it down to literally one offer, one main offer, and then a a few front end offers that led to that main offer. I mastered my mindset. I, I really committed to daily mindset practice and working on it on a regular basis. I owned my excellence and I was able to raise my rates because of that. And I increased the, the I increased my price for my accelerator twice that year. And I sold it at all price points, all right, because I was able to own the value of that offer. Shift your content to speak to beliefs and not just education and showing up consistently. And those are the five things that I did to be able to work two to four hours a day, make almost 200K. That sounds really, it sounds, it rhymes, 200K, two to four hours a day. But I really want that for you. And a really great place to start is going to be the standout and sell challenge because it's not going to help you. It's not going to only help you create your signature framework. Okay. It is also going to help you dive into 
your ideal client. It's going to help you dive into the messaging. It's going to help you dive into why each piece is so necessary for you. It's going to show you how to create content that converts from your framework. And, and, and we're going to be talking about belief shifting content. I'll be sharing my own content that succeeded, content that really worked and why it worked. I'll be diving. Oh my gosh, there's so much, there's so much value in this. There's so much value in this. It, it really, it's going to be paid actually once the challenge is over and I take down the recording, it's going to be a paid product because it is so ridiculously valuable. But I really want you to get it for free. So hop in. It's at yaelbenden.com slash standout. The link is going to be in the description. And I cannot wait to see you in the challenge. I cannot wait to help you create your standout framework. And I cannot wait to help you make more money and make more impact and work less and spend more time with your family in 2024. All right. So have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you next time. I can't thank you enough for listening to Raising Your Business. I hope this episode has inspired you to take another step towards building a business and life that you love and growing your income in a way that works for you and your family. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review and let's connect on Instagram. Screenshot and share it on Instagram stories so we can get the word out to more mom business owners like you. Tag me at the Al Bendahan and share your biggest breakthrough from today. See you next week.